0: Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We talk a little bit about how California is on fire and all of the mess that that's bringing. Also, I had a chat with our mother as well. In Paula's world, we're talking about Ryan's birthday and something that she and Amy Schumer have in common. That and our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Please shop lipandclip.com and Amazon for your holiday needs. Enjoy the show.
1: It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie?
0: I was walking around Walmart the other day because sometimes I want candy. Paula? I can't have them walk around calling people twats.
1: Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly truth.
0: Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 325. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry. My throat's
1: been a little thick lately.
0: You got a turkey leg stuck in your throat? Yeah, right. Well, there's just so much to talk about, Paula. I just I don't even know where to begin. I hope we can get through all of this. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie. This is my sister, Paula. Hi, Paula. We are Sisters Who Podcast. We are Sisters Who Podcast. Real sisters. Real and true life sisters. So before we really get into it, as the whole world knows, California is on fire. Mm -hmm. We are in the valley neighboring the Camp Fire, which is up in Butte County. And it is not started by a campfire, which I heard today by somebody. And I'm like, no, it was not started by a campfire. It actually and most likely was started by sparks off of a faulty PG&E line, electrical line, in someone's property in the middle of the woods. So with all of that going on, the valley fills with smoke. And mm-hmm. there are days where it's not so bad. And then there are days where it looks like Beijing here. I know. And our our children are walking to school with masks on. Yes. And so Wednesday, I had to go up to Folsom, which is up the hill a bit from where we are. They're, they're like on the cusp of getting out of the valley, yeah. going towards Lake Tahoe. And so I went there because I had to drop something off um, at an embroidery shop for cheerleading. And so I drop it off. And I'm texting, and I, you know how this is, I'm texting mom because although I don't talk to her often, when things like the air is really bad and stuff, I worry about her a mm-hmm. little because she's not old, but she's not freaking young. And so, and she's kind of a sensitive flower sometimes with things like that. So yes. I, I texted her and I said, do you have your bird flu mask? And I was just kind of joking around, right? And she's like, "Oh, I know the air's so bad." And I said something else about it. And I said, "Yeah, I'm kind of thinking about getting one because I my mouth feels like chalk. Like I feel like the inside of my mouth I've been eating chalk all day." Mm-hmm. And she then I get and I said, "I'm almost developing. I think I'm developing a cough actually." And I'm sitting in the car doing this, and then I get out because all I have to do is just drop this off and leave. I don't have to like stay. So I get out. I'm walking in the smoky air, and then Mom calls me. And I, and I answer, I go, hello. And she's like, I don't want to text you all of this information, Jamie Lynn. I just want to call and find (laughs) out what's going on. Why do you have a cough? Are you not wearing a mask? And I said, no, (laughs) I said, it's just, I said, I think it's a mixture of the smoke and the allergies because allergy season, it always gets a little bad when things get cold. And so I said, I think that's really all it is. I ended up talking to her for like 20 minutes. I'm standing in the air and I said, (laughs) You know, I'm like, you know, Mom, I'm really just trying to go into the store and drop this off. She goes, oh, well, anyway. (laughs) So like she gives a shit. (laughs) She's like, yeah, I don't care. And so I said, well, do you have? She goes, well, Jamie, you need to get the N95s. Don't just get any old mask. And I said, yeah, I know. I'm aware. And I said, I just I keep putting it off because I don't want to be one of those people who panics and gets masks to go out and check the mail. I just I don't know if we're at that level yet. And she said, oh, well, I I haven't either, but but I'm thinking, you know, she goes, I just don't go outside.
1: That's what we've been doing. We don't go outside. Yeah.
0: And I said, well, that's pretty much what I've been doing too, but I do need to go out and get some food. And, you know, I've got, there's a holiday coming and I need Mm -hmm. to get out there and there's a bunch of shit I got to do. You know, it's just one of those things where you, you can't avoid it forever. At some point I've got to go out and mingle with society. And so I said, so I've been thinking about it. And she goes, well, just get, make sure you get the right ones and all that stuff. I said, I will. I said, you know, it's funny. This is the first time in a long time that I've thought, you know, if anything were to happen in our area, like a fire or something, we don't really have any like emergency bag with all of our stuff that we can just grab and go. Mm-hmm. And that, so at least we'll have things. And she said, Jamie, you don't have a go bag? <laughs> And I said, no, does mom have a bug out bag? (laughs) Yes, Paula. (laughs) She does. And I said, here's the thing with mom, though, for for as long as I can remember, our mom has always had emergency preparedness things. Yes. She always has cases of water. She always has first aid kits in both and all the cars in the house, all that stuff. She's got emergency flashlights. She has a go bag. And she said, but don't listen to them when they say to put your medicine in there because they only give you a 30-day supply and they expire. So it's stupid. And I said, right, right. And she said, yeah, our emergency paperwork was in a a thing in in a safety deposit box on the top of our closet. We thought, that's ridiculous. We'll never remember that in an emergency. So they took it down, and now it's like near their bed or something like that. So they can just grab and go. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, I go, it's weird. I I never thought about it. But listening to all these harrowing stories about how people just grabbed literally like an apple and walked out the door, you know, and then lost everything. It makes me wonder, because we have stuff everywhere. We don't have it in one little place. I mean, you know, who knows?
1: Yeah, we've got all of our social security cards and birth certificates and everything in one safe. Um... And it's it's actually a fire safe. So even I guess if we forgot it, hopefully it would still be there. But
0: true. So I said so I I really started thinking about that. I mean, I may need to just kind of pare down, get something like a, a fire safe and put the stuff in there so that God forbid anything happens we have it. Or you can grab it. Where I can just take it and go. And she said, Jamie, you at the very least, you need water. (laughs) I said, "Okay, I will keep that in mind. She goes, you know, I have everything, but I don't have a a propane stove. And I told Paul we need to get one. I said, well, what about those little sternos? You know, those little things that caterers use to keep food warm at a wedding or whatever? She said, You know what? I was walking around Walmart the other day because sometimes I want candy. (laughs) Oh my God! I was like, who are you? Who is this? Hello? Who are you? Candy? (laughs) When has candy ever been allowed in the house? Oh, it doesn't go in the house. That's the thing. She goes, well, you know, just because sometimes I feel like I want a little candy. She goes, and I was walking by the aisle, and I saw those things and thought, huh, maybe that's something I should add to my my emergency supplies. And I said, well, (laughs) yes, you should. She goes, Jamie, we're old. We don't grill anymore. So those would be perfect. (laughs) I said, Okay. I'm like, I don't know who this woman is, but I'm (laughs) loving her, and I just want it to stay. Maybe this is what retired people do. Some golf, and some prepare for the end of the world. I don't know. She just is a different human. It's almost like she's just resigned herself to disaster will come, and I will be as prepared as possible. And if I make it, awesome. If I don't, well, you can have my candy. I mean, what's she going to eat, squirrel? Oh, no, Paula. I haven't even gotten to the best part. She has purchased those rations that are good for 25 years. Oh, in those big buckets? Yes. She's oh. got a bucket. She's got the bucket. <sighs> and all she needs is water, which she has. She has, right? She has the perfect amount because uh, every person is allotted four bottles per day, I believe. Wow. So she's, she's got That's that all lot. worked out. She's got the food. Now she's got the sterno. She's all set. And I was and she goes, and Jamie, you need your own go bag. And I said, well, apparently so. (laughs) my God. So that's on my list. I've got to get prepared for the end of the world.
1: My goodness.
0: And I did purchase through our Amazon link. I did buy some N95s. Oh, okay. But because I am a diva, I had to get guns. I had to get black ones. Oh, so they look good. And then, of course, I told Daryl, I said, so I bought you and Malia some N95 masks. I, I don't expect you to wear them, but just in case if, the, if it gets worse, you know, we should have them. And he goes, and what about you? And I go, oh, I got one, too. He goes, but yours is different, right? He goes, what? What is it? Is it better? <laughs> I said, no, it's not. It's the same. However, it does have a pink design on it. <laughs> so, I didn't think you'd want to wear that one.
1: That is so funny.
0: I know. So, anyway, they finally closed the schools this week. I mean, mm.
1: God, it took freaking forever. <gasps> did Jesus. you want
0: them to close them? I did because every really?
1: time I dropped her off and I saw her walk off into an orange sunset that looked like <laughs> Beijing, and I'm just like, God. I know. Couldn't it, it's, stand it. I was thinking
0: of keeping him home because I'm just well, like, this is
1: bullshit.
0: <laughs> I just the the P not the PSI, the AQI or whatever they call the the air quality, whatever index. I woke up this morning and I checked it. PurpleAir.com. If you haven't gone to it, Paula, you should totally check it out. I, I was so surprised how accurate everything is. We are so close to the worst air where I live. I know. Well, like last night here, it was 357, which is, it's hazardous to anything that breathes. Mm -hmm. This morning, it was one, no, yeah, 197. And I was like, oh, that's great. It's gone down so much. Literally, I'm watching it climb as I'm looking at the website. (laughs) They think it's going to be really bad today. It's insane. Now, of course, we can complain about the air quality. And then, I don't know about you, but I immediately think about all of the families that have been killed all of the people who are missing I know we have the least of it it's just gonna it's only gonna get worse and I told Daryl I said I was watching this and I think it's the PG&E lines in relation to that Erin Brockovich is gonna be all over this shit like oh, she God. is going to I mean PG&E doesn't even want to hear her name because she has caused them more trouble in 20 years than anybody else she's gonna yeah. represent all those people you watch Erin will be there. She's like, I represent the city of paradise.
1: God, that's terrible.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's not Julia Roberts, Paula. No, I know. It's a real person. I know who she is. Yes. Okay. so on to funnier things. Ryan's birthday Mm -hmm. is conveniently during Thanksgiving. So he always has so much turnout for parties i know <laughs> some years it's a couple
1: days in between this year it's literally the day before thanksgiving so we will do something together as a family right it's a big birthday it's his 13th birthday yeah and he has no idea what he wants to do it's a weird time in a
0: child's life he's absolutely clueless and he's 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 not a boy yet not yet a man i know he's not a boy boy, not
1: yet a man i'm trying to help i've given him so many ideas and he's of course shot them all down um (laughs) yes And so now he's just like, you know, I just want to do something easy. Like, you know, we could just go to Denny's and then like, you know, maybe go see a movie or something. And then, of course, the next day he's just like, we're down to going to Denny's and seeing a movie. And I'm like, well, that's what you said you wanted to
0: do. Oh, my (laughs) God. Puberty is so joyous. What a joyous time in our children's lives. I'm just trying to figure something out. I I don't know. Stop feeling. First of all, don't feel guilty. okay I mean, he's being a little dick because he's pubertied. That's all there is to it. It's like, you know, you make it so difficult to want to love on you and actually give you things when you're being this unpleasant. How about we decide and you just come along? And if you like it, great. If you don't, go to your room. I'm like, I don't. Birthdays, honestly, I think that mothers should be praised on birthdays. Mm -hmm. We did all the work. We're the ones that brought you into this world. You should be celebrating us. That
1: eight pound massive watermelon head of his.
0: When I weighed 136 pounds. It's like, do you even want to know what my stomach looked like before your existence? I want to tell you the sacrifices I have made, young man. I look like I had been shot. And then when you get a daughter and you tell her that stuff, because trust me, I've done it. Mm -hmm. The son won't, but the daughter will always go, I did not ask to be born. (laughs) Like, all right. I'm like, you know what? You didn't. You're right. This is all my fault. I have brought this all on myself. <laughs> That's
1: true. It's and the so worst true. part is Victor has to work that day. So, of uh, you know, as he does at Thanksgiving day, but he doesn't think he's going to have to work that day. But anyway, so I'm I'm just out of options here. So, we'll see how Ryan feels on his birthday, I guess, you know. We'll we'll gauge how his hormones you, um, are
0: you guys can go to laser tag or something or top golf or
1: bowling or we, we threw out all the ideas we threw out bowling and he says no and then he's just like well maybe we'll just go see the new creed movie and i'm just mm-hmm. like that looks good i'd go to that but then olivia can't go so then it would just be me and him or victor and him and You know, we don't (sighs) exclude
0: anyone, so. Well, this is what we do now, what we we did as kids got older. And, you know, party. we actually don't have parties every single year for the kids anymore. I mean, birthdays are great, but they don't require, like, you know, big sweeping galas every year or big events. Mm -hmm. I can't think of any of our kids that had a 13-year birthday party, to be honest with you. Uh, We did, we always do a family dinner.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, We let them choose to a degree because, you know, if it's up to kids, it's pizza, Or, you know, something terrible and nothing fun. So we would always say, well, what do you want to do? We're like, oh, we want pizza. So we would go to like the fanciest pizza joint we could find like downtown. Right. You know, something really different so that they can see, you know, how the other half lives. You know, it's not all, you know, mountain mics. Sometimes we actually go to a restaurant. We have to sit down and order pizza um, and then, you know, get them a nice present. And then that's and then, you know, we always get them cake or something for home. And then that's it. And right. they're happy with it. They're good with it. And then we just move on with our lives. And then other years, you know, we'll have, you know, eight or nine kids come over. I i don't know if it's our upbringing or what, but we've never we've had like two really big birthday parties for kids. And that's pretty much it. You know, we don't really make it a big thing anymore, but we do make it family oriented.
1: That's how ours are kind of turning as they're getting older, you yeah. know. The yes. the little kid parties like last year I think we invited over like 3 boys to come spend the night, only one yeah. could come over. Yeah. And it was like a fight night or something like that. So we watched right. the fight and stuff right. like that. But no, we talked about going to like a nice steakhouse and everything like that. But then mm-hmm. I'm just like, geez, I'm all after like the steak and the gift and everything like that, you're spending like $500. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. like, maybe, maybe not. Because he really wants an Xbox One. Oh, we'll get him that instead and go happy birthday. Well, I was thinking of getting it for Christmas. I don't know. We'll see. Oh. I don't well. know. Well, I'm just so conflicted. So we still have negotiations going on to see what's going on.
0: I Yeah. And, you know, it is hard when their birthday's so close to a big holiday where they're going to get a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm just dead inside because mm-hmm. I know there are some people like it's our birthday for a week, you know, and I and no. I don't I don't not like those people. It's just it's a day. I'm super happy you're here and I'm so glad you had a great year. This next year is going to be super fun. You know, so many changes. Here's your favorite food. Here's a little little thing that you reminded me of how great you are. And then let's just move on with our day. You know, I I don't I don't like the big galas. Like I said, I just I think they're a little indulgent. But I also have come to realize in my life that I am alone a lot of times Mm -hmm. on on this stuff. And I mean, because after a certain age, I mean, I don't mean when they're little. We used to have huge ass parties when they were little. But as they get older, it's like, you know, it becomes a little more reserved or they want to spend time with their friends and not you, you know? Right. So it's like send him and his friends to the movies. So that's kind of the thing. It's like you want to go see Creed? Invite two friends. I'll drop you guys off and I'll pick you up when it's over. Like we did that a lot. Yeah.
1: But the struggle is it's literally the day before Thanksgiving. So
0: well, unless they're going out of town, they're not available. But most, most people, of his friends do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. I'm, not, I'm not saying, I'm not giving you a specific, I'm just saying yeah, in general. No, that would have been a great idea. And
1: I've, yeah. I've told him that a lot about his friends and stuff, but he's just like, they're all going out of
0: town. So. Mm, you know what? That's a lie. Probably. He probably never even asked him, but. Of course not. He's just being, he's just being Eeyore at 13, which they all do. So. so like, well, how about we just don't even celebrate your birthday? That sounds good. Give you a bag of dog poo. If I had been there I'd been like, "You know what? I love that idea, Paula. Let's do that." And then he'd look at us like, "Who are you people? You're evil." I'd be like, "Go change your tampon. Bye."
1: <laughs> we'll think of something. You
0: we'll will, it'll all work out just fine. No reason to make Herculean efforts over a 13-year-old birthday. It's easy. Speaking of Herculean efforts, though, I wanted to say something. I don't know when you turned on Amy Schumer. I still like her. Mm -hmm. I think she's super funny. You don't like her as much, so I thought it was hilarious that you two actually have something in common. Mm -hmm. Amy Schumer is pregnant. Mm -hmm. I believe she's in
1: her fourth or fifth month of pregnancy. That's not what we have in common, everyone, just so you know.
0: I'm getting to it. Okay. She is hospitalized currently because she has what you had, which is the excessive morning sickness. It's hyperemesis gravidarum. What? Hyperemesis. Hyperemesis. Okay, not mesis. Hyperemesis. Yeah, hyperemesis probably means something else. Probably. Hyperemesis, yes. And it's when, it's not just being morning sickness in your second trimester. It is debilitating. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. I've watched you go through it. It's brutal. And she has it. So she's in the hospital right now. I believe um, uh, Princess... Oh, the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate, she had it with her pregnancies. All three where she was in the hospital for most of her pregnancy because they couldn't keep her from throwing up, Uh which means you need, you know, you actually lose weight. And I mean, it's not even just that, though. I mean, you're dizzy. You're 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 unable to keep any food down. I mean, it's a really bad thing. I I saw it myself. Well, with you, I saw it and I was like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Did you have it with both kids or just nope, Olivia? Just Olivia. little jewel i know (laughs) so i found that funny how she's like guys i'm sorry i can't come to texas and i'm like honey you're going nowhere for about three more months Mm -hmm. You're you're done touring i i don't know how far along she is but you know
1: fortunately i was able to get past it around 22 weeks she just said
0: that whoever said second trimester was better was lying Mm -hmm. so she's she's at least four months if not five months pregnant so she's probably like 15, 16 weeks. At the least. And I know, <laughs> I remember <laughs> when we were in the throes of it and you're like, if it wasn't immoral, I would abort this child. Right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> I mean, you have to be desperate, desperate to be thinking about it. We all knew you weren't going to do. De- I mean, no, I would have never done that. Never. But I mean, but I mean <laughs> you're like, to be that ill and to actually have that thought in you know, your mind. You just think thoughts to make the pain go away. Well, it's one of those things if you've ever been that sick over anything, even though you know it won't last forever and lanes are laying there going, you know, if I died right now, I'd be, I'd be okay with it. You know, I mean, it's that bad. It's true. I and remember. It's so weird how some people
1: get it and some people, but mom had it. She did. She had it with, I don't know if she had it with me, but
0: she definitely had it with Stephanie. I think
1: she had it with Stephanie because she says, I remember laying on the floor playing with Jamie. <laughs> Because I couldn't sit up or stand up because I was constantly yeah. throwing up and she had to go to the doctor's office once a week to get some sort of shot. Which did nothing, obviously. No. Oh, the anti nausea medicine. Yeah. Yeah, they gave me the same anti nausea medicine they give to cancer patients. And it was like <laughs> it was like taking tic tacs.
0: You're like, this is doing nothing for me. So Next. I should have yeah, I should have smoked a joint. You know, who knows, maybe. Um, And then it reminded me of the other thing that I believe, I don't know about Allison or you, well, I think you did, but mom, Stephanie for sure, and I with my last pregnancy, we all had the same thing. It's called tealism gravidarum, which is excessive saliva. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> and it's funny because I, because we were going to talk about this on the show today. I Googled it to see if I could get the, the Latin term because there's no actual name for it other than the Latin name for it. They don't know why it happens. The only thing that cures it is having the baby. Mm. And sometimes, and this happened to me, if I'm having an incredibly hormonal menstrual cycle, my mouth will do the, I will get the excessive saliva again. It will come back. In fact, it's happened to me in, in, in my lifetime after I've had children where it happened. I went, oh my God, am I pregnant? Like I freaked <laughs> out. I said, why is this happening? Which is worse, do you think? The the sickness through fifth month or the excessive saliva that doesn't go away till you have the baby? Oh, the sickness, Jamie. The sickness. Oh, I Because <laughs> I mean, it causes migraines and everything. Oh you know, God, I know.
1: Everything.
0: So I mean... The saliva thing, though, I will say, I remember our, our poor sister, because she had morning sickness. We all do. But she had morning sickness and the saliva. And when we're talking excessive saliva, we're not talking just a little bit. You know when your mouth waters when you're getting ready to vomit? Yeah. It's like that all the time. All the time. And so. You don't want to swallow that. I'm getting a little nauseous, reminding myself of those times when I had it. Stephanie would sleep with a washcloth in her mouth. <laughs> Because <laughs> she couldn't take it. She's like, Jamie, I would drool all over my pillow. Because I'd sleep with my mouth open. It would collect so fast. Yeah, mm. that's true. God, I'm trying really hard not to get sick. Um, she would sleep. And I will never forget this. I was, let's see, we're eight years apart, right? We're about mm-hmm. we're just under eight years apart. Mm-hmm. We were at the grocery store. Mom was pregnant with you. And she was really pregnant. Like, she was, like, in her last trimester with you. And she would walk around with a coffee cup. Uh, A a styrofoam cup that people in the old days, they used to give you coffee at like AA meetings. Yeah. She would hold one of those and spit in it at the grocery store. She had no choice. She had no choice.
1: Well, I remember you were spitting in a crystal geyser bottle when we went to Tyler's
0: uh, open house. Yes. I didn't know (laughs) what to do. I'm like, I I can't walk around with, with a... I read a thing that said some ways that you can combat this. Uh, chew gum i'm like nope that's not going to do anything okay you know spit obviously they said you use tissues to to wipe your mouth out i'm like tissues those things would dissolve in about three seconds those are useless spit in the whole box (laughs) (sighs) yeah it paula it is i mean the morning sickness is bad and i remember i mean i had my last pregnancy was the worst but the uh the saliva thing watching mom walk around with a mm, cup full of yeah. Saliva, man. I, I hope that all people, of, whether you've been, been pregnant or not, we all have our war stories mm-hmm. of getting through it. And if you've never just sympathize with your mother, because trust me, she's been through hell. I mean, it's even, a, even those pregnancies where they look like, you know, like Kate, up not Kate Upton, but uh, Kate Hudson, she had her baby and she's like 40. And she was doing yoga and wandering around, drinking smoothies and barefoot in her, you know, wonderful life at Malibu, wherever she lived. I'm like, yeah, that's what we're seeing. That does not mean that that's what it was like at all, at all. That's just when she
1: chose to go out in public.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, pregnancy is hard, man. And I just, uh, all I could think of is, you know, and it's funny how that's what we remember. It's like we have the joy of the baby, but getting to that point, you know, percolating that little thing, Mm -hmm. all the hell our body puts us through. It's so crazy. It's like our body is confused. It's like, why are you doing this to yourself? What is the point? I
1: know. And then when Olivia came out, she was like six pounds something. And I'm just like. That's all like this little (laughs) tiny nothing. This is what was causing all the trouble. Almost killed me. (laughs) It's so true. I'm like, you need
0: to test it for like alien blood. Are you sure this is all it is? God. Okay. So speaking of hell, Daryl has a cold. Oh dear. And here's the thing. Because he produces the show, he yeah. has heard us talk many times about oh. men and their illnesses. Yes. And so he's trying so hard not to be the cliche. Okay. And so it's it's making it worse. It's his version of trying to tough it out. Oh, because okay. he Because he doesn't want to hear about it, you know. But it's not his fault, you know. Men are not good at being sick. And I finally realized what it is that, that irritate, at least irritates me about men when they're ill. They are in general, and I'm, these are very general terms. I know this doesn't apply to all men, but in general, healthy men aren't very big on detail details they're not detail oriented when they're talking to you they kind of just give you a broad swathe of what they're talking about they kind of gloss over the little things you know it's just like when you ask a man to do something that you normally do they technically do it but they there's the finesse is not there right now there are men who work on cars and all that stuff and they're very detail-oriented because they have no choice but in general when we're talking about benign things They tend to fold the socks wrong or the towels incorrectly or they just don't care, you know, or they miss a spot and you're like, it's so glaringly obvious. Why did you not see that? Until they get sick and then suddenly they are very specific about their symptoms, about what part of their skin is hurting. They can tell you anything you need to know about any inch of their body everywhere And so I said, oh, interesting. So Daryl was in L.A. He called me and I said, what's wrong with you? He goes, nothing. Why? I go, you sound weird. Are you in work mode or something? He goes, yeah, I'm just really busy. I'm like, all right, well, I'll see you tonight. So I pick him up. He's got a like a raging fever. Oh, my God. And I said, oh, you're are you well? He goes, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of tired. I said, well, you don't look right. (laughs) So we get home. He is so sick. He's got a cold. So immediately, you know, he's trying to sit up and, you know, be tough and he gets in bed. So once I decide I need to take care of him because I'm like, okay, he's road weary. I get it. You know, he's tired. So he's resting. And then he comes down the next day and I said, I'm going to make you soup. He's like, all right. He has his hoodie on over his ears. You know, he's got his head covered in his head, in his hoodie. He's got his sweats on and he's just walking around pathetic. And uh, we're sitting down. I go, how are you doing? He goes, my ears burn. They're, they're burning I go your ears goes, yes and he's grabbing them and he's trying really hard not to be a baby because he knows that I have no sympathy whatsoever. does he have all. a fever again no the fever has gone and I said well that's really unfortunate I go should sh- would you like me to get you some Advil and he's like no I'll get it and I'm like I have no problem with it I'm getting up anyway he's like no it's fine you've made me soup it's plenty and I'm like okay all right I'm going to bed good night I'm like, I don't know what to do. There's no winning. There's just no winning, you know? Well, I mean, he said no. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to. I'm like, OK. Good night. See like, you, do you, see you want later. like
1: some cold compresses for your ears or? I don't
0: know. But he's like, I just feel, you know, and I said, I get it. You know, men who normally don't notice the details of life suddenly are hyper aware it's like my, my third finger is feeling very strange right now and i'm not sure if it's okay i'm not sure what's going on with it they, they always think that they're gonna die mm-hmm. That's oh what it yeah is. like i'm never gonna feel this way i'm never gonna feel normal again help
1: like victor said the other day he's just like my chest just really hurts and i'm like well you go outside in this air and you smoke a cigarette
0: what do you think <laughs> is gonna happen you're going to have respiratory arrest. God, just make sure your will's in order before you go back out there and puff away. Huh? Not really? Yeah, so AP's but he's being a champion, you know, in his way. He's doing his best. But he's really cranky. Really freaking cranky. Well, that's no so, good. No, it's not. But you know what? Hopefully hopefully we'll get through this. I'm like, look, you gotta get better. Cause I don't I don't wanna deal with with this and all the kids coming over for Thanksgiving, you know. Yeah, really can't you, be sneezing can't. on the food. I can't have you sitting on the couch wrapped up in a blanket, looking like you know Darth Vader. <laughs> you, you're gonna have to, you know, do oh, something. Who's that over there? Oh, it's just Dad. <laughs> oh, that's just Dad. Leave him be. He's watching his he's watching his shows. <laughs> his shows. <laughs> he's watching Han Solo. Just leave him be. <laughs> How funny. I know, right? Anyway, all right, well, let's do our Ugly and Awkward Moments of the Week.
1: So it was later in the evening, and we were uh, making dinner, and we realized we were missing something. And so we literally have a, a store, like, right up the street from our house. I was going to run out to the store and Ryan decided to come with me. And so we were driving and he did something I can't remember. And I, I said, knock it off, you twit. And he said, what did you call me? I'm like, what do you think I said? Because my interest was peaked, you know, I'm yes. like, I'm like, did he think I called him a twat? And if he did, how did he know uh, what that word was?
0: Oh, yeah. That is weird. So
1: he's like, oh, I thought you called me what they call dogs. like. And I'm like, no, I did not call you that. He's <laughs> like, what did you think you called me? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, nothing at all. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Loud noises. <laughs> Basically. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: And so he, I. Yeah. And he's just like, seriously, he's like, what did you think you called me? And I said, well, I thought I thought you heard me call you a twat. And he says, what's a twat? Oh, my God. And I said, well, it's a vagina.
0: He's like, mom. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, you know, he has to learn. He's almost 13, so. And he has, he's never heard the word twat?
1: Well, I mean, Jamie, that term is... Is old. that old? I think it's older than us. Oh, yeah, Well, for sure. I mean, for sure. I can't have him walk around calling people twats.
0: That's just... <laughs> I would laugh if I heard somebody say that, actually. I always laugh when I hear that word. I think it's funny, but... No, it is. But, I mean, it's just like... <laughs> I think he'd get beat up for saying that. Oh, God. You duck twat! <laughs> or something. I don't know. I think it's a funny word. I. But you're right. He somebody would hear it and go what did you just say what's a twat oh god and then it would just travel like wildfire he'd in either the school. become like really really popular or he'd just get his ass kicked <laughs> some girl who's well into the me too movement would be like how dare you get <laughs> so, face slapped yeah Pssh. don't you use that word that's our word that's offensive for all
1: Dun, dun,
0: dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah really. Know. It'll be fine.
1: There'd be a walkout.
0: <laughs> Before I tell you my awkward moment, our mother just texted me. Yes, she uh, has a hiatal hernia, which I don't know if you knew that or oh not. Oh my gosh i I thought her i thought our stepdad had one. He did, but but our mother has had one like for thirty years, like forever. She's had one. Dang. I don't know what, but somehow she got a referral to a gastroenterologist, if that's how you say it. Uh-huh. And they, they're they saying, you, you may need to have surgery on this because if it prolapses, uh, you could die. And so we need – something must have changed, and so they decided to do some checking. So she did some tests, which she says are barbaric, w- which I will – I'm going to get the the whole intel next week, I'm I assume – barbaric does that include like invasiveness yes Uh, she had to have she had to have a tube put down her nose and into her stomach for 24 hours was she asleep no why she had to go home with it no that's what i said and that's what she said and she said i told the surgeon i'm going to pass so whether you do it or not it's not really here there or there i'm I'm not going to do these tests because she googled the test that she had to do and they're not good and they're just they're painful and they're difficult. And so uh, w- one requires you to swallow things that you swallow a tube that, that has a camera so they can see how your esophagus and how everything swallows the, the muscles and all that stuff. And then uh, they want to see how your body per, uh, basically handles the swallowing of food and water so they can see how the system works. And I'm like, can't can't they do like an MRI or something? I mean, aren't aren't we past this whole swallowing shit? Like, can't you just stand behind a screen and they can see through you?
1: (laughs) I'd be like, film this swallow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So she called and she told the surgeon, she's like, no, I'm not doing those tests. So we either do it or we don't do it. So he called her back. He said, listen, prolapse is no joke. You will die. And these tests are necessary to determine whether or not that will happen. So you're doing them. I mean you can die if you want to but i'm just saying this is this is the protocol she's like fine so she went and did them on wednesday and i said how did them how'd they go she goes oh they were horrible (laughs) i said oh she goes i was the fourth person that day to go in and have these tests done because they're protocol for everybody and i was the only one to get through them both wow everybody else tapped out and i said damn they were that bad and she goes they were, but if you just listen to them and do exactly what they say, it's not like you're in pain. It's just really uncomfortable. And I said, okay, I have the worst gag reflex. I don't know how she did it. I mean, I, I take out, I have trays that I put in my mouth twice a day and I gag every time. So oh my I don't God. know how she did it. But she uh, just texted me and said that they're not doing surgery because she has a rare, <laughs> shockingly, oh, Jesus. a rare disorder called achalasia, which makes it difficult for food and liquid to pass into your stomach. It occurs when nerves in the tube connecting your mouth and stomach become damaged. As a result, the esophagus loses the ability to squeeze food down and the muscular valve between the esophagus and stomach doesn't relax, making it difficult for food to pass into your stomach. So there you have it. So no surgery. Which is kind of good. So how do they treat the other thing then? Well... Um, looking treatment focuses on relaxing or forcing open the lower esophageal sphincter so that food and liquid can move. I love the word sphincter. (laughs) It's right up there with twat, you know, (laughs) they dilate. Oh, they insert a balloon into the sphincter and inflate to enlarge the opening. This is an outpatient procedure does not need to be repeated. If it, it may need to be repeated if the sphincter doesn't stay open. Oh, Botox. Hello. Hello. Wow. Mom will be like I want the good, I want the botox. I know her. She's like it's generally recommended only for people who aren't good candidates for pneumatic dilation or surgery due to age or overall health. She'll be like I want that one. I'll take the botox. There is med- there's medication if the botox does, botox does not work. So she's going to do that. I bet you anything. She'll be like give me the botox. And while you're at it, can you put a little here on my cheeks? Yeah, really.
1: No, uh, I would. want some by my eyes. That has nothing to do with your esophagus.
0: I realize you're going to put it down my to- down my throat and Botox my sphincter. But what I would really like is a little under the eyes.
1: It, will there be any left in the vial? I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> I, just, I just don't think we should have it go to waste. That's all I'm trying to say. So anyway, so there you go. Our mom, yet another rare disorder in our family. What a shock. For heaven's what face. a shock! Anyway, so here's my ugly and awkward moment. Mm-hmm. Daryl and I, as I told you last week, we went to the Sonoma Coastline for a, a quick overnighter because he, like you said, wanted to pee on me before mm-hmm. I went to Vegas. On our way back, you passed right by Napa, so we went. We stopped in at Napa at our favorite champagne or uh, sparkling champagne winery, Domaine Carneros, mm-hmm. and so. I didn't think I was really up for anything, but once you're there and the sun is shining and it's, you know, it's beautiful and you're in a beautiful area, suddenly you're drinking glasses of champagne and you're having a wonderful day. So we were sitting there just enjoying some sparkling and i had had a glass, a very expensive sparkling. I was indulging just for the fun of it and I had to go to the bathroom. I was buzzed. No joke. I just was buzzed after a big glass of sparkling. It goes to my head very quickly and I love it for that reason. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the host that sat us down at a very nice table was Asian. And I didn't think twice about it. And I said, OK, thank you. And so he's like, you're welcome. Have a great you know, great visit. Goes back to his station. So about 20 minutes later, I'm like, I have to pee so bad. So I got up, and I went to the bathroom. And there was a little bit of a line. So I'm standing there waiting. And behind me is a gentleman. I thought it was the same guy. I thought it was the host. It wasn't. He was Asian.
1: Did you start talking to him?
0: I did. I said, hey. (laughs) I hate hate myself so much. I turned to him and I'm like, hey, I've noticed this place looks a little different. Did you guys, has there been painting done or new chairs or something? He looks at me as wide-eyed as he could. And he's like, you know, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i said yeah i go well it's looking really good <laughs> and i'm talking to him like he's an employee and i turn around and i go to the bathroom and i go in there and i'm like you know what i don't think that was the host i think that was just a customer i think that was just a person here drinking my god so i walk out and he's still waiting and i'm like okay have a nice day and so i walk out and sure as shit there's the host at his station I don't understand myself. I'm so mad. I'm racially ignorant. I'm ignorant. I just, and on accident, it's an accident. I'm not one of those people, oh, they all look the same. I just was, here's the thing. Well, in
1: this case, I think you are.
0: (laughs) God, I'm feeling such an asshole. Here's the thing, though. They were both wearing short sleeve button up shirts. Okay. And they were very similar in pattern. And I don't know what part of me to blame it's not nice but it it it, it happened it happened and I'm, I'm i'm learning my lessons you know don't don't do don't generalize jamie well maybe you just weren't paying that close of attention to the host <sighs> i wasn't i wasn't i just i anyway it was very awkward and i i just i apologize to the asian community because i don't believe you all look the same god it was that's horrible funny. It was funny well what was funny is i'm sitting on the toilet peeing going oh my god that's not the same guy you're think to, knew. think to yourself like you know what i wonder if
1: maybe that wasn't the host
0: because he really looked at me like i didn't know what you're talking about and yes this this is a beautiful facility <laughs> but i'm not sure where we're going with this then he goes uh, back to his wife and be like, the strangest thing just happened to me. <laughs> how many times have we been the this, this story at a party? I mean, I don't even want to know. How many times you're like, you are not going to believe what I ran into at the grocery store the other day. This woman, <laughs> that's, you
1: know, how many times? I know. I, I don't can't even count how many times I've almost
0: walked into a men's room. Oh my God, I have. I have walked right in and I saw a really attractive man urinating at Target. I mean, it happens. It just it just happens. <sighs> uh, well, I
1: anyway. think you win this week, definitely. That was funny.
0: Congratulations on teaching your son twat. Yes. I'm sure that will come in handy. He's learning lots of new words as he gets older, so. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful time to be alive.
1: <laughs> Do you know what Olivia said to me? <laughs> she said oh, to me God. the other day, she's like, sometimes I want a new mom. <gasps> Doesn't swear so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, well, get over it. <laughs> I've been mean, like, you know what? I fucking do, too, Olivia. I fucking do, too. God. I don't, you know what? Swearing to me, I, for a long time, when the kids were little, I've made every effort to filter my filthy mouth. Yeah. I go through phases, actually. Sometimes I, I won't use any profanity. And then sometimes I'm just the filthiest person ever, all the time. I don't know how that happens. I, I really don't. And I I kind of respect my kids because they swear with me. Oh. Tyler Tyler doesn't. Tyler does not use profanities. Isn't that weird? Hmm. Sometimes he will. I think he's a better person than I am. Yeah.
1: Olivia is extremely conservative, which I'm thinking maybe she's just still in the bubble that we raised her in. <laughs> so.
0: Well, she's so little. I mean, all. all I mean, I don't expect her to swear or anything. No, 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 no. But all kids should be in a bubble until they hit about seventh grade, and then suddenly the world becomes very real. (laughs) Right. Suddenly, it's a wake-up call. Right. You're like the world isn't made of candy and Disneyland. What do you mean? I don't understand. Yeah, I
1: know. I. It's a sad
0: thing, you know. Puberty is just brutal, man. Because not only are you dealing with your body, but you're dealing with the fact that. Not everyone's the same and people don't like people for no reason and teachers have horrible, you know, some of their teachers hate their life and, you know, it's like everything becomes very, you're very aware and it's just, it's a hard part of life, but you know what? It toughens you up. True. That's how, that's how we survive and become adults.
1: That is true. So, so this is it. Yeah, this is it for a week. We're on uh, Thanksgiving break, friends. And uh, as you should be, too. So we're going to take a little time off. There's going to be some exciting shopping done on Friday Black Friday, yeah, I would check Amazon and Avon because Black Friday, Cyber Monday, they kind of bleed together. So, well,
0: and also, um, I've noticed I got the email from Avon. They're already, if you've purchased from from us before from LipAndClip.com, you probably got notification that you have access to the Black Friday discounts now. Cool. And so that will be, it's like 20% off everything, 40% off other stuff. I mean, it's like really cool stuff. And I have to tell you, Paula, they have some really cute stuff this year. Good. Really cute stuff. I am I I started doing the shopping for some cute things. And I really like their brushes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at those. Because they have like gift sets now for the brushes. So I can never have enough brushes. So I, I, I need to brushes. look at those. Me too. So that and then Amazon, they're going to start. If they haven't already, I mean, their Amazon stuff is already a go usually. And this is, I think for us, this is an electronics year. All the kids want a new update on something. So we're heading to Amazon for sure. Yeah, I think some people
1: are going to be upgrading their consoles. So I would be checking out like the video game section. Mm -hmm. So any who's, yeah, definitely check out the shopping. Enjoy your time with your family. Hopefully everybody has a good Thanksgiving. And we wish you well. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.